is Slide Into Your DMs. The podcast about sex, love, and dating. In a digital world. With Brian McDuffie and Maggie Mayfield. Just wait for Brian to get ready. <laughs> Sorry, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm here. I'm ready. Oh. Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. We're doing a twofer today. A twofer, baby. I know, and I thought about that. I was like, we have two shows back to back. Because I'm about to hit the road. Like you are, actually, Roderick. You're about yes. to hit the road, too. And I was like, oh, man, should I change my shirt? <laughs> so I don't look stupid in the... Fuck, well, your shirt is just black. Mine is like stands <laughs> out, you know? I like, thought that the second you walked in the door. I'm like, dude, that guy's either fucking dirty, which I am, or, doesn't, or is poor, doesn't have a lot well, of clothes. Well, this is you know? a twofer. <laughs> you know? uh, one wait, of my... wait, wait, one sec. Where are you going? Where are you going on tour? Uh, it's going to be a long one. I'm yeah. just going to be gone for a month. All right. Hell so yeah, Roderick and I are what we, what you would call label mates. Is that yeah. that's kind of what I say? We're label mates. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. So our manager is the same, and they just put together this incredible run, which start their first one starts today, actually. Right. And so then you go out for their second one next month. Right. And then I go out in March. Yes, you're the March one. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Because <laughs> at first I thought I was going to go in March. I I'm glad you're going first. Yeah, no, okay. Wait, wait, why? Why are you glad it's going well, first? Well, because it's cold in February. Yeah, March. okay, that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> I was thinking, I'd rather cold. go March in February. It's that like spring by, starting. Yeah. It's by nice. By the time you get to, like, the third round, people are like, oh, I get it. I'm into it. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're going to have a set crew. But I get to go and, like, mess things up. That's what I'm going to do for the... Do you, like, do you like that, though? Causing, like, a little destruction? I do. Yeah, no, yeah, it's I, fun. I've, I've opened a lot of rooms for them. So I love being the guy that goes in there and kind of sets this like, oh, that black guy came in here and really started a lot of trouble with yeah. some crazy stuff. <laughs> and I love that feeling, dude. I'm like, yeah, okay, top that last show. Especially some of those small towns, too. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. No, they never know yeah. what I'm going to say. Fredericksburg has got some of the most uncensored jokes out of me. I don't know how I keep getting booked over there. <laughs> I don't know how, because I keep saying the most offensive things I think of. <laughs> That's probably why they like it, though. You know, they they're do, like, this do. guy really is he's getting it out. I like that, yeah. you know? He said five things I agree with, but I would get fired for saying it. You're welcome. And it, what cracks me up, too, was like every time I see you or get the chance to work with you, you're like, this is my last show. Every time I say, this is my last show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say it to myself, and I think it's the way that I psych myself up. It's like if I tell myself, this is it. They're never booking me again i'm just gonna say everything <laughs> i want to say now and so then i say all this outrageous stuff and i walk off the stage and everybody's like oh my god that was such a good show and i'm like uh-huh. you're sick, sick <laughs> yeah. there's no reason i should be getting booked back here again. before we get into like the meat of the podcast what's some of the most outlandish stuff that you've gotten away with saying before uh, where you're like i can't believe no one didn't call me on that there should be an uh, hr in comedy oh gosh yeah there's uh there was the time that I did the joke about the trans lady telling me I was transphobic because mm. I wouldn't date somebody with a penis. And okay. I was like, I can't. God gave me a baby throat. So I gagged, brushing my teeth. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with a penis? I don't know. Yeah. I was just, yeah. I got away with that on stage. And, and this trans lady came up to me after the show and she was like, now that's how you tell a joke about trans Hell yeah. community yeah. Hell yeah. without punching down. She yeah. said, that's a great joke. And I was like, yeah. And she said, is it a true story? I went, kind of. Like, a lady really did think I was transphobic because I wouldn't date somebody with a penis. But what was so weird about it, it was a white, straight lady that thought she was being an ally. And I said, I don't even want to date you right now. (laughs) And 
you and you're my have, cup of tea. You, know? you can yeah. have my penis if you will walk away. Yeah. Please yeah. leave yeah. me alone. But yeah, she was a she drove me crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I keep thinking the joke is she's like you're transphobic, and I'm like, no, I'm not transphobic. I'm homophobic. You know, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. she I has keep, a dick, and I don't like yeah, that. Yeah. But man, I keep I always say things I shouldn't say. Like I, there was the one about the gay guy that hit on me in the adult bookstore and that's a true story that wasn't a joke I really worked in this adult bookstore and this gay guy just like Jedi mind tricked me almost in the date and <laughs> he Why? Of, wait what did he say what happened he came up to me he was talking he would always come to this adult bookstore and he was watching yeah. movies in his booth and you know he seemed like a nice guy so we would just talk when he'd come up there and I wasn't judging people you know hey you like porn you like porn I just yeah. they paid me a lot of money just to run this bookstore at night so he would come in there yeah. and we would just talk. And one night he started talking to me and he said, Hey, want to get together? And I was like, no, bro, I'm not gay. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, have you ever been with a man? I went, yeah. no, that's part of the whole not being yeah. gay thing yeah. is yeah. by not getting what to do. He's like, no, be like SpongeBob. Use your imagination. He, really, you know? yeah. he said, how do you know you don't like it if you've never done that's it? That's always their trick. That's always their trick. Oh, that man. got me. When he, yeah. hit, when he hit me with that line, I was like, yeah. 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 It makes you think for a second. You're I like, did. <laughs> I really did. And I was just sitting there going like, well, I've never eaten a piece of poop out of the toilet. But <laughs> I guess that's nasty. I don't think I'm like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to try that. So I'm not going to try this. But I he, I was stunned for like a solid minute. I thought about, yeah. oh, I do like playing with my penis. Maybe yeah. I would like that. Yeah. I might like it. I don't know. Yeah. When, when, when. When was this when you worked at this adult bookstore? Oh, God, that would have been the 90s. So let's say 90s. It's definitely Anywhere... pre-porn. Yeah. Like, oh, no, like, like yeah, porn. it was yeah. pre. Yeah. yeah. You know, the Internet was there, and everybody knew about this one thing. I think it was WhiteHouse.com. Uh-huh. That was back in the day. That was like the premier porn site. I like how they got a name that like covers it up a little bit. Yeah, too, it was this, yeah. yeah, but it was a weird one porn site that everybody went to and knew about. But Or, or you were on a like the four chans and the eight chans before yeah, yeah, they yeah. became like yeah, incels. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where you went. My roommate's a four chan guy. Okay, yeah. No pussy, you know? Yeah, Never God, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, I already feel bad for you. Your yeah. roommate's yeah. a terrible person. Yeah, and it uh, sucks that you're like the people that you hang around with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You got to yeah. start sometimes like, mm-mm. I feel the decline happening, you know? <laughs> dude, dude. Yeah, I know? Oh, well, see, that was the thing. Back in those days, they'd have like weird stuff like beheading videos and porn on the same. Yep. Servers, those Russian videos, man. Yeah, you seeing those. Yeah, yeah, you remember when they were doing all the beheadings of the terrorists and stuff? Were beheading Americans? That was only. Yep. So it'd be like MILF gets banged in the butt, yeah. and here's a beheading video. Yeah. And I'd be what? like, "What? How the hell are these yeah. next to each other?" And so you had to learn to use 4chan. You had to learn to use those servers to like, hey, filter out this. Whoa! You yeah. had to filter your. Search because you go in there and it'd be like, here's everything. Yeah, it'd be like man gets head and then man takes head home, you know? It's oh like my fucking God. crazy. Yeah, here's dude. a murder scene. Did you ever get in the mail the magazines with like the black cover on it? No, I didn't, but I, I actually in the military, I knew guys that did that. So. My dad did that. And I remember the first time re- realizing what that was. Oh, and then I was like, wait, oh, just the, the cover is just like black. So no, because they put it, the they put it like in a sleeve. In a sleeve. That's like dark, yeah. It's yeah. a plastic. They try to be they discreet like a, about it. It was yeah. a plastic bag, yeah. but the cover would be blacked out. So maybe you could see the top that would say 
Playboy or yeah. Penthouse. Yeah. You see the title, was, yeah. but the rest of it would be this black thing on the back, so it yeah. was sealed in. So you couldn't see what was on that cover. Yeah. You just knew. But you knew. <laughs> you knew. Yeah, but this you was knew. addressed yeah. to some gentleman that yeah. you knew. Yeah. My your, wife, your wife picks it yeah. up. Put it down. Put yeah, it down. I, I was, I, here's my thing. I liked I like naked women, but I'm also a cheapskate, so I couldn't like. I'm not about to subscribe to this. Uh, magazine. Yeah. That's my problem with OnlyFans right now, man. I bought <laughs> I bought one girl's OnlyFans, and it was like ten bucks. I was like, that's pretty pricey, you know. Sorry. Pay the ten dollars, <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty pricey. Then you pay the ten dollars, then you go in there, right? And she's like, oh, if you want this video, it's another twenty. You're like, what kind of scam is oh, this, yeah. dude? No, and I got friends that do it. Mm-hmm. It kind of weirded me out. Like, yeah, I, I did. Yeah. It. I 2016, did it. <laughs> I started getting more sex workers for friends, and I don't know how that happened. It wasn't like I mm-hmm. put out a thing for like that. Hey, just God, God loves you, baby. That's yeah, it, it was a know? weird like natural progression. One of my friends was a dancer, and then she would take me to parties with her, and I'd meet all her friends. Then her friends would be like, "Oh my God, we got to hang out," and I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, cool, whatever." And then we'd be hanging out, and I'm thinking. Hey, we're gonna play Smash Brothers or something, you know? They all, they all got PS4s and Nintendo Switches. I'm gonna bring my Switch over, and then it would really be a situation where I was like, "What are you doing?" And yeah. she, you know, I learn about, oh, yeah. you know, I'm. She I'm, said, "We're gonna Smash, bro." I'm an escort, yeah. and I'd be like, "You do what?" And yeah. So then I'd be Stop fascinated, it. and I'd be like, "Go into interview mode." So I'd be like, "Oh my god, how did you get into that?" So there are a lot of them. They just got interviewed. I would just be asking these fascinating. They were fascinating stories about how you're that, getting... And that's why they like you, because I'd be digging in my pocket, see how much money I have, you know? Oh, yeah, bro. I was totally on that. I don't want to bang you, but I do want to hear your story. How, how is your yeah. relationship with your parents? <laughs> I did that a lot. Teach Let's him. talk about your dad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, would, I would tell you, man. They probably would have given you a free bang, too, just because... You would have probably... Just because I'm listening and pretending they're interesting? Yes, yeah, that's it. Oh, no, they are interesting. I promise oh, you. I, yeah. bet I am interested by that. Yeah, yeah, you would be so fascinated, but I would be like totally like... I have no intentions of sleeping with you, but I have two hours worth of questions if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. What's your rate? You know? yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would find out, how do you figure out if you if a person wants this particular sex? Like, how do you figure out your price point? And how do you create a menu? I, I didn't know. Like, create a menu. I didn't know what to yeah. call it. You know, they were, it's services. I was like, that's the same thing same as thing. a menu. Yeah. 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 They have that in the nail salon. It's like the nail salon. I need salon. the number one with an extra of number four yeah. from the size. Yeah. And they'd be, that's $135. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, She's no. Like you want a one plus a four? That's a seven, baby. I got you. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't even see the Christmas menu. I didn't know you had it's a Christmas menu. <laughs> oh, you do what with eggnog? That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, and do I wear the jingle bells? Okay, that works. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a fascinating thing. So I would just talk to these women and not sleep with them. But I found out this crazy stuff about them, and now. It's a bunch of them. Like a bunch of my friends are. They want to be, yeah. They're sex workers. They're making they're making way more money than I am as a comedian. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, them, uh, so yeah. much more. Oh, I bet, yeah. dude. That's a that's a profession that's been around since the dawn of time. Bro, you know. Yeah, they were in the Bible. Like I'm, I'm just being <laughs> honest with you. You know, there were OnlyFans girls in the Bible. They didn't have a camera. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. They were getting that side business, and I was like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. God was friends with one of them, yeah. you know. Yeah. So or what? Jesus was friends Jesus with one. Was of them. Friends yeah. With one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the first, like, yeah, cam she girl. was the first one. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely, was, definitely. She was the first one who had like a following. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So wait, 
is it religious when I get those emails? It's like, ever dreamed of becoming a webcam model? Is that what you're saying? Because I get them all the time. No, but First people of all, have you seen yourself you in a that. mirror? Yeah, because that's what's happening. I, you're my bestie. I love you to death. And I've never made a pass at... I, I, one time, Maggie did wear pants and I mentioned, hey, your butt looks good enough. Yeah, and yeah, Maggie yeah, acted yeah. weird about it. And I was like... I'm probably the gayest straight dude <laughs> in this bar to look at your butt. Like I'm just telling you, your butt looks good. Don't don't trip out, lady. But no, it was a it was one of those things where it was just like, yeah, no, there are, are a lot of people that want you to do that. I know it for, for a fact. I'm I so look. hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can like feel it. My whole body is so hot right now. I would look. I would be like, I'm not. I don't want to sexually, but here's ten dollars for the money. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> Would you send feet pictures for money? Yeah. What's your going rate? You haven't thought of it up. You need to sit down and make a menu. Make a menu? <laughs> I don't know. 50 bucks a pick, I guess. Wow. For feet. Nice. I had a friend that had her. She sent me a bunch of pictures one time, and she was like, hey, this guy wants pictures. Here are the seven I have. Pick three. And I was like, why am I picking three? She went, yeah. just pick three and tell me what works. So I picked three picks. I was like. How much is he paying? She went 180 for three picks. And I was like, well, I would do this one, this one, and this one. And she said, wait a minute. Don't you think he's going to notice that the sheets on the bed are different? I said, girl, he's <laughs> not going to care about them sheets. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. No, he's I not noticed it because I picked it because I said, oh, my God, that's a nice sheet set. Where did she get that? <laughs> <laughs> Does she shop at Pottery Bar? I had questions that were so like, mm, Roderick, maybe you are gay. That was real gay to ask. That. I did notice those sheets. They were super nice. Yeah, those are so I did well. go buy a set of them. She told me where she got them. And I went, what? I had to what get a set of them. What is happening right now? Yeah, man. It was, I just noticed those sheets. It was like, oh, she's naked on them, but good God, those look comfortable. I want those sheets in that color. <laughs> Those with my comforter. I want those sheets. No, those sheets are going to make women do what she's doing in that picture. That's why you bought them. I, oh, wow. I, I, I should have. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are sheets a big factor? Yeah. Bro, yeah. sheets are amazing. Yeah. I'm going to teach you a theory about nesting after the show. Nesting? Why nesting. are we waiting till after the show? Okay, I'll tell you. So my brother had this theory. He is a very much a pottery barn kind of guy when he decorated his house. And when he bought sheets, his bedroom is set up to create comfort. So he, like, used psychology. These are the comfort colors for women. These are their number one favorite colors for comfort. When they see these colors, they immediately are going to relax. What are they? Is it like yeah, blue? Yeah, yeah. Is it blue? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, but it was um, almost like that blue. So mm-hmm. it's almost like that like kind navy. of a blue. Yeah. Um, and then, like, a marigold yellow. So it was a very pretty yellow. It was very nice. And then he had, like, a burgundy chair that made it pop, and he mm-hmm. made all the colors come together. And uh, so I was like, why do you do this? He said, oh, when I'm with a woman, I, I want her to relax. Mm-hmm. She's at the house. The minute she comes in there, I want the whole house to say, relax. You're in a safe space. He said, and I want her to feel that when she goes to the kitchen, when she goes to the restaurant. you know. And when I was single, I took that same theory. And so I had like a potpourri in the bathroom that matched the fancy soaps. You had fancy soap? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I I, I have a little bit of theory about like going to a dude's house for the first time. Yeah. And when you know it's like a red flag a little bit, like it can't be too clean. Like it should be tidy, like not messy. It should be man clean. Man clean. No. But I don't want to see, I don't want to see dust bunnies in the corner. 
Like, I want to know you take care of it sometimes or you hire somebody to take care of it. No, I'm a, I'm a neat freak. So, Because my mom, okay, my dad traveled a lot when we were kids. So we were at the house with our mom mm-hmm. during the formative years. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really weird You're about right having a clean bathroom I get and that. bedroom. But there's also the the toilet paper. If if a man has nicer toilet paper than I do, that's an automatic. We're not. Oh, yeah. You would. Maggie, you would leave me. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, if you come to see my bathroom, you're going to be like, I got to get out of here. But I also feel like a man should have nicer toilet paper than you. Why? Because the things that are coming out of me do we not eat come like out of you. Pigs. you know? yeah. We eat So do we. Yeah. So do we. I'm not going to lie. I if yeah. you live with somebody and for a while, you realize. We oh drink oh, yeah. white no. wine. So, yeah. Oh, and, that, and that wrecks their tummy. I ate yeah. McDonald's twice yesterday. Top that. All right. I'm not gonna try. No. You don't think I'm gonna need some cottonelle for that later, you know? <laughs> it may have spit and fat. Oh, that, like, that's, that's what I have, but if like you got Charmin fucking ten ply that the to me, you're gay. I like or you live with your mom. You know oh, what no, I mean? I yeah. One of the ladies salt. said that. She asked me, Hey, I just want to be real with you. Yeah. Do you have a a lady on the side? And I was like, No. She said, Does your mom come over here and clean? No. Who decorated your bathroom? I'm like, yeah. I did. And she said, everything, I went, yeah, I handpicked the curtains, the towels. And so she said, you got to explain this bathroom to me. So I told her, I used to watch my mom decorate bathrooms and bedrooms and how the colors had to coordinate. And so when I moved out, that's still in my head how to make my place look presentable for me. But you could either come across as gay or a player. And both of those things are big. She really... Both of those things are big red flags. Yeah, (laughs) they are. I've dated more gay men than I would like to admit. (laughs) Are you a player? No, I'm not. Must be gay. Must be gay. (laughs) Not a player, you're gay. But yeah, she asked. She just started the interview. She wanted to get it out there clearly. And I told her... I like her. I like... I just want to live in a house that's like... I wouldn't want... To live in a house that didn't look like this. I yeah. wanted to look like I have some style about me. And so she was like, at that point, she was ready to move in. She was uh. like, done. What messed her up is when she went to look at my closet. <laughs> she looked at my closet and the, the hangers in there were color coordinated to outfits. Like, I'm really, you guys, when you meet me, you have no idea how OCD I used to be. I love that. But the, every there were colors. So there were hangers in there. And like, oh, these blue hangers are for polo shirts. These white hangers wow. are for T-shirts. All the black T-shirts, gray T-shirts, red and blue, they are still you, like that to this were day. Were you in the wow. military? I was. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's also Yeah, no. Some of that played yeah. into, like being a kid with my mom and then going to the military yeah. just intensified it more. But like it's super color coordinated. on your bed, huh? You, you know what? I just started making my bed recently yeah. again. Because in the it pandemic, I quit. Good. I quit. Well, that's a, everyone quit in the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? You know you're going to be back in there in three hours anyway. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I, but I didn't start making my bed again until Tuesday. I think it's till nice. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. I was the first time I made like got up, made my bed, and start going. You know okay. what they say though is that people that make their bed are the most successful. Yeah. I did mushrooms and <laughs> they rebooted <laughs> my brain. <laughs> After I did the mushrooms, I was like getting up early. I've been waking up early and making the bed, and yeah. I'm bunch of things are done by 10 44 in the morning and i'm just like what the world is wrong with me and right. how, but how accomplished do you feel just by doing those little tasks every day i feel like a weirdo i was telling my brother i said it feels weird because i said for so long the ptsd in my brain mm-hmm. had in the and then the pandemic happened so i was like yeah, yeah i'm broken yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, i don't want to do this but now i'm just kind of no. like i'm up at i'm like yeah things are no, great because you know what 
future you deserves to get into a made bed. That is very yeah. I, and see, my pandemic me thought I'm gonna turn this fan on high and mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a straighten the sheets up and then turn the bed down. Mm-hmm. So the air blows across the sheets and the sheets are ice cold nice. when I get in them. Oh, that's but that's nice. what pandemic me came up with. Yeah. And now this version of me gets into the bed and fixes it up and then pulls it down. And I go, hmm, I do believe it is time to lay down. Let me lay a breath mint here for myself <laughs> to enjoy yeah. later. But you deserve that. You yeah, deserve I'm that. Starting, but I'm starting to do it. And now, like, here's how weird it was. My whole family is living together right now. So my brother, my mom, my 26-year-old daughter, and my three-year-old granddaughter are all under the same roof. And they're all made a big deal out of it when they came yeah. out of the room like, you made your bed? I'm like, yeah. How long have you been up? A couple hours. <laughs> like, my mom came over there to be a smart ass and took a picture of my room. Like, you don't make your bed. I said, this is I do now. why I need a new place. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, go ahead. Well, I like the idea that you, like, come home and pretend like it was a service done for you, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I have you to. come home, you're like, oh, who did this for me? This is so sweet, you know? Yeah, I, I put my own mints out of my Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they left me a mint? Oh. <laughs> And then I wake up in the morning to the note I left myself. Yeah, You're yeah. wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. XOXO. XO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what is your relationship status, dear Roderick? I am very single. I'm divorced. I'm mm-hmm. three times divorced. <laughs> I've been divorced three times. Three times? I'm not good at it. How marriage. much money do you have? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know? We were talking about decorating your room and stuff. I know, and that's I know. all I heard in my head is he has so much money. I'm going to tell you a weird story. Every divorce I've got out with no alimony. I've ne- I have I don't pay anybody good. alimony. That's Every great, divorce, though. yeah, good. Because when I met them, we were all broke, and so except this last one, she's been with me for sixteen years. And then when we divorced, it was more of like, hey, we haven't lived together for seven years, and I'm not the same guy you were married to. I think I want to get divorced, and she didn't want to. Yeah. So wow. Yeah, what we've happened? been divorced over. Well, one day I just decided it was. T- Here's the thing. I love her. She's a wonderful woman. I have. N- I will never, ever, ever, ever say a bad word about this woman. Yeah. Okay, I can tell you that now. It is one of those things where when you're apart from somebody for seven years, you both grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the situation and I'm going, we are growing so much apart and differently. We're not having the same experiences. We're not having, we don't view life the same. We don't view it the same politically, religiously, physically. You can appreciate someone and just not be on their team. Yes. Wait, yeah. why, why were y'all separated for seven years? Oh, uh, my dad was fighting cancer. He got sick. And so I came here at my mom's behest. Hey, you got to come down. Yeah. And uh, when I got here, it was April 2014, like April 1st, April 2nd. He passed away that night when I got here. Oh like, I, like uh, I got to town when I got to Austin. It was up in Round Rock. You know, I got to his bedside. He was non-responsive, but they said he can hear everything you guys are saying. So, I did what I always do. I joked with him. I just told jokes to him for about an hour with everybody in the room. The whole room was cackling. The nurse was coming in <laughs> laughing, and uh, it was like I'm doing a bit or a set at this man's bedside, and. As I'm doing it, I'm looking at the monitor and I'm watching. Oh, his blood pressure's dropping. He, you know, he's mellowing out. He yeah. knows I'm here. Yeah. So uh, what they did is they were like, "Hey, we don't know if he's going to make it through tonight. He's he's starting to turn because I could hear that 
mm-hmm. the breathing. And I was like, that's a rattle in your breathing. We call it the death rattle if you ever work in the hospital. And so I was like, that's not a good sign. My mom's a nurse. She knew that sign. So they gave us this thing where they were like, hey, you're going to talk to the guy, get some time alone. I told him, hey, look, if you're sticking around because of me or you're worried about me, don't do it. I got it. Just tell me what you need me to do. You know, I got this. Mm. So when he passes, what happened was his best friend came the next day to our house and gave us envelopes. My dad was so GQ about his death. Now, I thought I was in a retentive. My dad paid for his funeral. He had mm-hmm. the tombstone picked. All we had to do was pick the what was going to be written on it or what colors we were going to go with. Everything was paid for. But there were marching orders for all the boys. And one of us has to live with your mom because she's hard-headed and did not make peace with that I'm going to die. So who's going to pony up? And I looked at it. I'm, like My brother Chris still had kids at home. Kevin had kids at home, didn't live here. Michael Ray didn't live here. My brother Terrence lived here, but he's a musician. He was touring, and he had his own place. So I'm like, oh, well, my comedy tour just collapsed. I have nothing right now. I have no job. So, and all my kids were moved out. I guess it's going to be me. What a sacrifice, though. Yeah, Yeah, but oh, it didn't feel like I was just like a year in Austin. I'm going to have to live with this crazy lady. So it was cool because me and my mom get along, but I just like, she was irrational. Yeah. Wait, where'd you come Go ahead, sorry. Props to your dad for like being such a man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even handling business from the grave, you know. Oh, he was always like that, bro. And the fact when we got the envelopes, I was like, oh, this is such a dad move. This is is a power move. He was making sure you guys were okay, even when he was gone, dude. That's that's admirable right there. So, yeah, he he, total power move. I'm doing it to my kids. Yeah, total power move. I agree. (laughs) I agree. Totally doing it to my kids. And you got to break up with that fool that I don't like. I'm going to say, you can't say nothing to me for it. On my deathbed, I'm proclaiming this. Yeah. Uh, I was, but he said, like, he set this whole thing in motion. So I, when I got here and I, I moved in, I was like, hey, you know, she was up in Oklahoma at that time and she was doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of like, she can't just drop what she's doing to come down here. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm thinking, I'm going to be here for 30 days. Mm-hmm. I'll be back up in Oklahoma in 30 days. Mm-hmm. One of my buddies that I used to work at, with at GameStop was working at EA, he was working at Electronic Arts. And we went out for beers, and he was like, hey, you looking for a job? And I went, yeah, cool. And he got me the hookup. Mm-hmm. He got me this job. He said, send your resume. So I sent the resume at 10. I had the interview booked by 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock that afternoon. <laughs> and two days later, I was I got a job at EA. I'm Damn, not moving. That's yeah. sick. Yeah. I'm here. That's a great job, too. Oh, it was great. Yeah, oh, it was amazing. So I got this job, and now I'm just like. And now you and your wife are. Hey. Looking at the beginning of seven years apart. Yeah. Yeah. Had no idea what was happening. Because yeah. I kept telling her, you can move here. And she was like, I can't. And I was like, okay, I can't move back. Yeah. This job is really good. And it was like, the, okay, here's how good it was. I put every one of my kids on my insurance till they turned 26. Wow. Damn, that's nice. Yeah. They were at full medical, dental, uh, and vision plans. Even so, out of state. Wow. Yeah. Did not wow. matter where they were. They were like, how old are they? And I went, they're not 26. They went... Every single one of them goes on to their twenty six. Yeah, that's great. That's like that. Yeah, that's like that job you want. That's like oh, that yeah, corporate no, job. I was right clocking there, like the bank, man, and it was just good people, good hours, and I was like, and I started in the worst part. I started in customer service. Well, yeah, yeah, but it was, I was joking on the phone. Yeah, yeah, but also, how bad is the customer service? Like they call and they're like, "Hey, my Madden won't load." Like, what's you'll wrong be amazed here, how you know? how petty those guys are. 
Yeah, give me an example. Those are the worst <laughs> give me, people. Give me an example. The so worst. I should have got fired for this one. Uh, <laughs> so what happened was this guy called in, and if he hears this podcast, I still mean every word I said to you. <laughs> that um, he called in, and he was like, I don't, you know, you guys made a mistake, and you gave out this elite player, and I didn't get it, and my friends got it, and I don't think it's fair that I didn't get it. And I was like, Hey, bro, you're talking to a black man in the South, in Texas, <laughs> about fair. Talking about fair. And yeah. he said, well, I don't see what that has to do with it. I said, yeah, that has everything, everything. to do with it. Yeah. Because you're asking me to help you in this situation over a video game with a card that means nothing, nothing. in the scheme of life. Yeah. It's yeah. not even going to be able to use this card yeah. next year yeah. when we make the new game. And next you're talking year, to me about literally. fair. It's probably six months away. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. was like, yeah, that, that's what I'm yeah, saying. I, yeah. I just want to make sure I'm reading yeah. this right. And he said, yeah. I said, look, man, I'm not only not going to help you, <laughs> I'm going to mark your account that I'm not going to help you. Yeah. And I'm going to tell everybody that sees this account after I'm done to not help you. And <laughs> and I want them to know suck. what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And I said, so you can hang up with me right now and call back. But the notes are going to be on your account because yeah. yeah. I'm going to tag them and glue yeah. it to this account. Yeah. I said, so did I make myself clear that in fourth grade you should have learned life wasn't fair? Yeah. yeah. And he was like, yes, you did. I said, do we have any other questions? And he was like, we do not. I said, you know what? Because I like you, I'm going to throw you a free gold pack. Have a wonderful day. And I gave him the gold pack for the game, and he opened it, and an elite player was in that pack. Oh, that's nice, though. Yeah. Now, it worked out for him. It yeah. was just a random draw pack. He got the elite player. He went, I got an elite player. I said, see what happens when you realize this life isn't fair and you just align your chakras? He went, Thanks for the lesson. And yeah. he hung up. And Thanks I was just like, I wish at so the end great. he would have been like, Thanks, Dad. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he should have. Also, it would have been so funny if you were like, You know, like, I'm a black man from the South. You want to talk about fair? 40 acres and a mule, bro. <laughs> 40 acres and oh, a mule. Oh, man. Bro. There were so many guys that would always use that line. It's like, I, I still joke about it that if they ever try to give us reparations, I want them from Xbox Live. <laughs> the most racist things I've ever heard were oh, while playing sure, Halo dude. and Gears of War on Xbox Live. I was oh, like, Microsoft owes me yeah. reparations. Yeah. I had a friend get called the N-word. He was a white guy, and I was already in the group chat. So we were playing with these kids. You know, they were 12, 12 or something. Yeah, yeah. And they said, you sound like an N-word. And I said, yeah, he does. I totally just crapped on that, dude. I was yeah, like, yeah, did. take this heat. Take yeah, the heat. Get him, guys. Get him. Yeah. Like, All and right. He, so you're a single man now for yes. a year post-divorce. Yes. How is that working out for you? Are you dating? What do you do? Do you think you're ever going to get married again? Lots of questions. No. I, I can tell you now mm-hmm. in my head, no. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think I want to get married. Yeah. Scared of it. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, frightened of marriage at this point. Oh. Three down. Three did not work. Yeah. That's why I'm in therapy. I, I got into yeah. therapy to understand <laughs> me better. And then what I understood was that I'm playing a different ball game than most people that I'm dating. Because mm-hmm. I grew up, okay, I'm about to be 52 this year. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, there are things I should do. You know, open the door for you and call a check on you and... You know, I'm not trying to solve your problems. I literally want you to tell me what's going on, what's got you stressed out. Let me listen to it. Let me be that vent. And I'm starting to learn from women that I've been seeing that nobody does that. And I'm like, 
wait, nobody does it, or you just pick bad? Yeah. <laughs> what That's you fair. 100%. 100%. That's yeah, fair. what is going on here? That guy has face tattoos. You yeah, know? yeah. You didn't realize when he said he lived in a gated community that he meant prison? You didn't realize that? <laughs> okay. I mean, fair enough, but you didn't? And so, yeah, it's those kind of things. So I'm like, I'm out here trying to date, and then I'm just like, oh. Are you dating to just find someone to hang out with and like. I'm dating just to get your kind of long. I think, yeah, long term. Like, I'm not trying. Here's the thing. So, I made this conscious effort because when I was younger Mm -hmm. and like in my 26, 27, I dated to bang. That was it. I was just out there. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm just, I'm just lining up sex partners left and right. That was it. Yeah. And once I start realizing, hey, I think I had issues from the military. Like, they told me, we think you had PTSD. We never treat it. I was like, oh, I was using sex and alcohol to quiet the demons down. Yeah, and so yeah. now, at this point, I'm like, I'm dating to find that person that, you know, we have a partnership. And they want, they don't want something from me. They want something for me. And yeah. I can enhance their life. You know, not I'm not necessary for their life. So it's... Um, you know what, though? Can I just say something? I find... I've said this before. The, the, I dated someone pretty seriously last year, mm-hmm. um, fire breather, and oh yeah, yeah, because I think we broke up about the same time that you. Uh, I met him. I liked him. I yeah, did. Me too. Yeah. I liked yeah. him too. I still do. I still. I, I, I still like him, him a lot. Yeah. Me too. Um, but I found that uh, what's irritating for guys is I'll say I'm like, I love you, I don't need you, but I want you, and guys can't handle that. I no, that's what I want. That is what I love hearing. I don't need you to want me. But I me. want you to want me. I want you to need me a little bit. No, you know? I don't want you see, to need this me. this is what I mean. Yeah, it's just like. But see, bit. this is a generational thing. I think there's a break from, I know this for a fact. So my buddies are your age. A lot of my friends from the anime world and from the podcast and even from the video game community were way younger than me when I started yeah. working yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. And there is a definite break in the generations and how we are okay. and what we want. You guys want to be wanted. I want a woman that's so independent that if I drop dead tomorrow, she's going to, I miss him. I loved him. He was the love of my life. I got to go to work. She's going to keep it moving. I yeah. kind of like those independent women like that. But a lot of my friends are intimidated by the kind of women I would date. Yeah. It's because it feels like it's all of them now. You know? <laughs> Like there is no more soft. There's like it's rare to find a soft woman nowadays because they're all that go getter type of boss bitch mentality. Because you know? and I talk about this with my sister all the time. It's because I was raised, and I think this is I'm a little bit younger than you, but mm-hmm. I think it's because when I was raised, it was just that tail end of the the bra burning shit, and so it's like you can do you girls can be anything they want to yeah. be, and we left boys behind, and I think that's where your generation comes in. It's like we didn't teach our young men how to keep up and how and how to stand next to us and i don't think i just i think no i think we missed and we don't allow men to have emotions for the most part you right. probably grew up and if you had I emotions think our generation is the first one that's like allowed yeah, to have yeah. Emotions, you, you were you know? because your dads are like me and and we had to learn hey man i got emotions and i kind of want to recognize my dad was not um it was it was weird my dad was very emotional with us privately Mm-hmm. You know, but when I worked with my friends' dads or I saw my friends' dads, they really were those guys that were kind of super standoffish. Mm-hmm. And then I had daughters, you know, I had mm-hmm. five girls and two boys. So I was, 
Like I'm really personally involved in all of my daughter's life. So it was to the point where I didn't know I was going to be this dad. When I was raising girls, I thought God gave me this many girls because I was a hoe. Okay. <laughs> He's making, he paid me back for all the hoe things she, I she did. She laughed. I firmly believe in that. <laughs> yeah. you know? I firmly God believe that. God gave me yeah. all these girls because I hoed. And so I'm like, with the girls, I was real with them about, you know, hey, there are going to be dudes that are going to lie to you. Like, one of my daughters is like, he says he'll die if I don't have sex with him. Ask him when he's going to die. And yeah. if he's alive yeah. on that day, then yeah. consider it. Yeah. But, like, I would tell them this stuff. Yeah, so yeah. when they lost their virginity, they didn't go to their mom. They came to me. I was that dad. So How, how did that make you feel? Was that weird? Or were you, like, Yeah, proud the first time they dad? were telling me that, I was kind of like, I don't want to uh, hear this shit. No, I wasn't. It's was like, okay, so what happened? You know, like, she said, Dad, I got to talk to you. I lost my virginity today. And so she was telling me. And uh, when she's telling me the story, I'm just kind of sitting here going, okay, so do you love him? Do you like him? What happened? You know, did you just want to lose your virginity, get rid of the V-card? Where are you at mentally? Yeah. And that was the first question I asked her. Yeah. And then I asked, where are you at you. emotionally? Yeah, so yeah, then yeah. I'm thinking all these things and talking to her about it. And so by the time I get done and she's kind of, I'm at peace with this. And I was yeah. like, okay, cool. So now yeah. do you want to do this again? She was like, I think I would. And I was like, well, we got to get you on some kind of birth control because you're facts. one not ready to have a kid and you know having one early there are some things you want to do and that would get in the way of that so we had that conversation then i said okay now i gotta go break this to your mom i now get what's <laughs> happening yeah. i gotta go tell mom not you and i went and told mom and mom had a fit like she was yeah she went off the deep end and i was like this is why nobody tells you anything yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. so each girl saw that and then that was like i'm going to dad you know yeah. if i gotta have this conversation about boys or and so where did your oh, question real quick where did you did your sons go to you or did they go to mom the boys did not tell me anything yeah kind of like one of them would tell me some stuff but he was more of like i really don't want to hear it because he heard what his sisters went through mm-hmm. and dad's super emotional and i don't want to do all that so emotional the, boy, stuff. the boys are younger yeah, they were the young. And I'm sure having older sisters, though, you understand there's some emotional shit that happens for girls. So I'm sure they're already far ahead of the game in understanding, like, I can't just put it in yeah. and run away. Like, there are responsibilities and repercussions for my actions. Yeah, no, they yeah. kind of, and they heard it from me because I had this idea back in the day when I would talk about the apology tour where there were women mm-hmm. I had dated and I kind of felt like, you know, before I settled down with your mom, I kind of went back to some of the women I had dated, and I was like, hey, I may not have treated you properly. What shocked me, I thought I was an asshole to them, and they would be like, no, you were, like, really a gentleman. Like, mm-hmm. I still rank you in the top three, and I'd be oh. like, what? Wow, so nice. I didn't know that, but I thought, well, you know, the way this happened, and they were like, is that how you perceived it? So there were some things I thought I'd been a jackass about, and they were like, no, you weren't. And I was like, good to know. Yeah. Well, that's nice like that you got that closure in your head, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I still, when, well, when I got, uh, when the divorce happened, I did it with some other women that, you know, before I never got to. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we just had it with my ex-wife. I had that mm-hmm. conversation with her. It was like, I had seven years to grow apart. And her, her mind, we were just going to get back together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there was going to be no breaks. But I was like, I'm not even the same guy you were married to. Yeah. And so when she got the divorce, it hurt her. In a way, yeah. like I wanted to still stay her friend, and then I'll suddenly start realizing I can't do that yeah. because there is an emotional attachment that she still wants to be my wife, not my friend. Mm-hmm. So I had to make peace with that because, like, she's one of my best friends. 
Like I totally missed talking to this woman, but I was just like, ah, I'm, I'm kind of being an asshole. I'm, I can't ask her to do this. So that's not an asshole. I don't think, oh. I, I don't think it's wrong to ask for what you need, but then respect the boundary that they set when they're like, I can't give you what you need. Oh yeah. No. I can't be your friend. Give me time. And then yeah. you give her all the space that she needs until she's ready to. And that's what I've done. Like, so it's yeah. a, like, I've totally like, Hey, we don't have any communication yeah. whatsoever. You know, I don't talk to her. I don't text her. Um, yeah. but yeah, like she finally got to vent after a year. I let her have that. Good. Like she was, I could tell she was starting to cry when we were talking mm-hmm. and she said, I don't want to do this. And I said, I think you need to tell me everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit here quietly and listen. And I let her mm-hmm. get it all out. God, you're like and, a reverend. Bro, I am ordained. I'm not joking. <laughs> I, I, I am ordained, but you, that is not where I got that. You said that statement, and I was like, all right, I'll tell you everything. Yeah. Like, I was like, I feel comfortable admitting things, you know? Yeah, but it was really one of those things where she just kind of vented and let it all out, and I was just kind of like, okay, I needed to know that about you, and yeah. I need to understand your feelings on this. And so it was one of those things like, it sucked for me, but I was just kind of like, eh, I think I'm, I get it. So, but that's where the problems are. It's like for the last year, trying to date. Yeah. What is that like now? Like new oh, apps, new, there's so much oh, new I technology. Hate, what I are you doing? I hate the apps with a passion. Yeah. I hate the app. My daughters were, and I hate to say this, my daughters had a plan. They were going to create a Tinder for me Mm-mm. and they were all going to manage it. And then <laughs> they were picking the pictures. They hit, they were like, we're just going to tell you when you have dates. And they came to me. Like, when it's time to create the app, they're about to do it. Like, hey, we got to get your birthday. For what? Well, we we got to get do. your birthday. Like, they don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Well, what year? What's the year again? They're yeah, trying yeah, to confirm yeah. some doing things. Doing math and, and shit. And yeah. I was like, what are we yeah. doing? And yeah. so one of them finally says, okay, here's what we're doing. And yeah. I said, no, you not. Yeah. No, you not. So you've about never to used the app before? I've never done it. I haven't done the apps. Now, all my friends, a lot of my female friends are like, you you're not going to meet anybody unless you get on an app. And I went, I don't want to do, here's my, I watch way too many rom-coms and I watch too many romantic comedy anime. Love them. Love them. And so now I'm kind of screwed up. Like I want to have that cute meet, you know, I'm like, I the meet cute. Yeah. Yes. I want to meet them, you know, like, Oh, we met in a bookstore and I've had a couple of those. I've actually met a lady at a coffee shop and she was gorgeous. And then yeah. I found out she was a doctor. She was a psychologist. And yeah. I was like, you don't want to date me. That's, yeah, that's scarier than hearing, uh, you, I'm a comedian. You know? Yeah, yeah. You're going to know everything. Lot. Wait, you dropped out of a good paying job to do comedy? Yeah, I'm a yeah, hot mess lady, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. But no, it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I'm leaving. Like, I literally, it was like the most amazing meet, and then all of a sudden I was like, Mm-mm, you're too good for me. Mm. You got to go away. Oh, that's tough. That sucks. Stop that. Let her decide who's too good but for I, her. But yeah. I, told, I totally get that, though. She doesn't get that, but I get you that get 100%. It. You know, yeah. Cut, yeah. look, there are some women that you meet and you go, we're right where we need to be for this to work. And then there's some where I'm like, I'm Never. going to be in your way and you don't I'm a, even I'm gonna realize I'm going to be a nuisance it. to you. Yeah. 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 Like, we can tell when we're... And, and there are sometimes I've said that to women and they did not like it. Yeah. They will get upset and they're like, I don't think you're a nuisance. And I know what you are. And you they will tell you who you are. You and, don't now think that, though. But catch me in seven months. You know, yeah. Catch future Brian in seven months. You You're going to have some issues with yeah. Roderick. And, yeah. and that, that's what made me go to therapy. Is because I wanted to go to therapy to say, you know, I want to go into my next relationship mentally healthy. Yeah. I want to I want to get that balance. I'm curious real quick. Yeah. So when you met that lady at the coffee shop, did you approach her? Or was 
did the conversation just kind of happen organically? It's so organic. We were both standing there, and she looked over at me, and I could tell she was she's right here, so I could tell she just looked at me, and she said, "You work in the video game industry?" And I went, "Yeah." She said, "Are you so and so?" And I went, "No." <laughs> I said. But where do they work? So, you know, I, now I'm curious. Just, yeah, yeah. The interviewer pops out, and then she starts talking about them, and then I'm talking about, oh, no, but I do know so-and-so that works there. So it was one of those kind of things. And it was, she's an amazing woman and fascinating. I'm, I'm reading everything about her. I, you know, I said. You Googled her? What? Here's what she did. We were talking, and she said, are you on social media? I'm like, yeah, I have an Instagram account. And she said, well, let's follow each other. So we swapped. She was very much in the lead. Yeah, she took yeah, charge yeah. of this situation. Do you like that? Does guys, do guys like that? Does not bother me. Yeah, it does. That doesn't bother. Does me. Does not bother me oh. at all. If you are interested, here's why I say mm-hmm. that. I've had women who literally wanted to bang me, and I would not have known until they said it. Until out they loud. say it out loud. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking she's super friendly. Yeah, that's <laughs> in my mind. Yeah. This lady is a nice lady. I also hate leading the conversation in that because in my head I have to be like James Bond, you know. Like, I have to be slick. I don't feel like I can be myself all the time because I'm leading the dance. You know, I'm I'm the one that approached you. I'm supposed to be the one that handles this, but it's like and, that's, not and it's so I weird because there's some women I met that are like, you should make the plans for where we're going. And yeah. I'm like, but what if your dream date was to go here and yeah. I name something you totally don't want to do? Yeah. I'm asking you what you want to do. So you'll tell me and I'll build a dream. date. I had a friend. Or she's never been a on a date. Hint. She's never gone on a date, and it made me mad that she'd never, like, she had a lot of guys that she was banged by, but they never <laughs> took her out on a date. God bless her. Yeah, and I was just sitting like, she would tell me these horror stories. So I called her one day, and I said, hey, on this day, we're going out on a date. I'm taking you on your first date. And she said, what? I said, yeah, just. To that, though, I feel like the dude should make the plan. Don't overcomplicate it. It's not about what you're doing. It's about being together. Oh. And figuring it out, make the plan, make the initiative. I took. Her I to would dinner. say that most women. That's and I took her to a play. She saw her first that's musical. That's a good date. That's a big date. That's yeah, a I, second date. That's a good yeah. Date. I took her yeah. to. A, she saw a that's musical. That's like I'm trying to close it type of. Yeah. Thing. yeah. So they, no, we were dressed up. I, I we coordinated the colors. I yeah. told her, hey, you're gonna want to wear something this color. I'm gonna be wearing this kind of an outfit. I uh, I picked her up. I met her parents at the door. You know, Shut the whole up. thing. I, am I met not her kid. Shit. I met her kid. I played with her kid for 30 minutes before we left. Uh, loved the kid. The kid wanted me to marry her mom that day. That's uh, adorable. Yeah, for and sure. And then we went out. I took her to dinner. We went to watch the play. After the play, I took her out for, um, I took her to her Applebee's. And I said, get something off the dessert menu. Let's have coffee and dessert. And so I said, any dessert on there, get it. It's on me. So she got her favorite dessert. She wanted to try it. We had coffee. We talked for a while about life. I took her home. Dropped her off. Gave her a kiss on the forehead. Rolled out. I said, and she said, what? And I said, next time you're dating a guy, that's what he should do. Expect that. And if he doesn't meet that standard later. Damn, yeah. I was. Ooh. You just gave her a new standard. Of oh, life. yeah. I set a baseline yeah. for it. And yeah. that dude she's with now, oh, he meets all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude meets those standards I'm now. Sure. But, I, has yeah. that guy thanked you? He needs to thank you, he, all right? Yeah, there's some things she told me she hooked him up with. And I was like, you are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but wait a minute. That's not first date protocol that's not weird. a lot of my first dates are like that if you that is so intense I don't, that is so intense you know what here's my thing i don't think your it's first intense. date should be memorable 
It should but be an if, experience. Like, what if it's not clicking? Like, what if you're having trouble getting a conversation going? Oh, yeah. Now, see, that's the place where, like, I don't do movies for the first date. Well, the, the reason play, I won't the, go the to play. a movie. But here's the thing. Quiet. At the dinner, we when we went to the dinner, that's where the clicking's going to happen. Worst case scenario, if at this dinner, I'm going to know halfway through this dinner, this is not going to work. You're going to get a great play out of this because yeah. I'm picking great. Or you're going to see a great opera. You're going to go see something that's going to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. That you'll be like, you know what? I didn't like that date, but damn that dude. But I had fun. That dude, yeah. we had a fun time. Yeah. That's what your first date should be. But in the in the meals, I'll, okay, here's my thing. If I'm going out with a woman on that first date, you're going to. I've never met a woman that doesn't want to discuss herself. And I'm not saying that to be rude. I'm just like, when I'm with it's a woman, true, yeah. I want to talk to you about you. It's yeah. not about, so where do you work? How long have you been there? Can you, you can yeah? Can you confirm this for? Because I say this every fucking episode. I'm no, like, I'm all you saying, have to do is buy a lady a drink and make her feel interesting. I'm not saying Listen. you're wrong. But, no, I'm just saying. Bro. But if she's not interesting, it's I don't like faking that she's interesting. Well, then don't but, fake you know? it. But no, also, don't, you don't blow your it, load he, on a play and a fancy dinner and Applebee's. That's a lot. Yeah. No, man. I was sitting here like the conversation's gonna pop. I'm. I'm. I want to hear about your job. How did you get there? Was that your dream job? Like I'm asking these questions she's basically interviewing i'm interviewing her i you know what was your family like how many sisters did you have brothers you know what's your relationship with your mom you know how is your dad where did you grow up i'm Mm -hmm. asking do you still know your best friend from fourth grade if she's not interesting you're not asking good questions that's fair i'm just being real with you so then you start my questions are like so how big of a cock can you deep throw Which I want to know that, but that's fifth date. That's, that's fifth yeah. date info. Yeah. You Wait, know. you think that the the Applebee's and the, by the way, Applebee's, ugh, Chili's, that's the one to go to, bro. You think that and a play is too much for a first date Dinner, for someone that you play and- for someone that you you actually like? You know what I'm saying? For a first date, that would be I would be terrified. It'd be too much. Oh no, I found that out. A lot of women. Yeah. Oh, here's the other thing. You know, in the whole night, I I have this habit. I'm going to open your door. We're going to open the door for you for the restaurant. If we're walking next to the road, like on the sidewalk, I'm on the you're going to be in yeah. the inside. I'm going to be on roadside. Yeah. Uh, I'll grab your arm. I'll pat your back if I see you cry. Like, I literally rubbed her back because she was crying at By a part the way, of the play. Are, you, Roderick, you are now Sir Roderick McDaniel. No. Right? You, are, you are knighted, my friend. All right? Chivalry's alive! I think pick somewhere interesting where something is happening. Grab a coffee. A drink, there's music, comedy, something is happening that you can watch and turn back to and comment on, acts or it doesn't matter what it is. And if she is into it, and I've done this many times, if I'm so into it, we will change locations. I'll be like, you know what? Let's go grab some ice cream. Let's do whatever. I've done that one. Yeah. And you change location and then it just continues. And then you're sitting in the car eating Dairy Queen and that can be really fun and very intimate because then it's playing with the radio and you're just talking it's quiet and then you can really focus and really concentrate but this whole the three that's a lot oh no to me that's like second or third date and she'd never yeah. been on any. So I was like, that was probably a special situation. I've gone yeah, on the ones fair. where that is special. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of my situation. favorites is the afternoon date. And yeah. I've done the museum. Yeah. Hey, you want to go see this art exhibit that's happening at the museum? And yes. you're like, what? 
Nine times out of ten, I'm the first guy to ask her to go to a museum in the afternoon for an afternoon day. Yes. I'm not yes. trying to see you at night. Because I think if I'm always trying to see you at night, all I'm saying is you're for sex. If I want to see you during the daytime yeah. where we could be spotted by people oh we know. Do you know one of the hottest dates I ever went on was a point. breakfast date? This guy was a firefighter, which turned out to be a weird situation, but he was a firefighter, worked overnight, his 48-hour shifts, was driving back, showered at the, the station, and then came through my town. He was like, I'm going to take you out to breakfast. I was like, okay, this is fun. Fucking, yeah, change it up. It's like. Day dates are amazing. Because the luncheons, yeah. cafes. Yeah. Coffee houses. Yeah. There's so much going on. People watching. And my favorite thing was uh, I took her to the museum. We were alone. It was quiet. We had time to look at the art. I did all the questions asking. Uh, and she did switch it up. She was like, hey, do you have anywhere to be? And I was like, no. I say, mm-hmm. you want to go somewhere? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, can we go? And we did. We went to go get ice cream, like a Amy's yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It was a little mom pop ice cream shop. We went there. Yeah. Um, That's when you know a girl likes you, likes yeah, you. more questions. Yeah. And then I was, she was weirded out when I walked her to her side of the door and grabbed the door to car to set her in. She was like, mm. you know, you're the first guy that's ever done that. I went, mm. you say that like it's a bad thing. Did or she weird? open the door for you? Yeah. So when okay. I went okay. to go around, she popped, yeah. pushed the door open. And I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what? Yeah. What is with that? And I never, oh, yeah. there was only two women that were done that. Mm-hmm. And one of them was my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. She was a, she, I would do the door for her and yeah. get her in and she would push my door open. <sighs> so yeah, but no, day dates. Here's my thing. You guys, and I say this all the time when I talk to younger guys, y'all were the first generation who literally had internet access and way too much porn in your life. Way too much. At young ages. Ten. Developmental ages. Ten. And so because of that, a lot of like a lot of my buddies are nervous to talk to women. They're they're more scared of being rejected for their real self than they are. About, you know, they, that's why a lot of guys say, I got to do something fancy. It's got to be a play. It's got to be slick. I can't be Who needs me. a therapist when I got you right now? I'm going to start crying. <laughs> I'm like, this man, this man sees me right now, bro. I'm just saying. I am terrified of rejection. I'm terrified of Most it. 90% of guys are. 90% of guys are. But I grew up in a time where you didn't get to swipe right on me on the app. You had to move me out of your way in my face in a club. Like, hey, would you like to go there? No, no thanks. So... <laughs> <laughs> move me to the side in my face. So when I started dating, I was like, oh, I've been rejected. Mm-hmm. The Like we would always say, the worst thing she can say is no. No, the worst thing she can say is, uh, that's the yeah, worst yeah. thing she can say. I'm not going to lie, move aside is pretty tough too. Yeah, you know? that, no, not interested. I could deal with that, but uh, no, don't hurt my feelings. Oh, uh, that one hurts. Uh, and that's what we're scared of. We're scared of going up and, hey, I think you're beautiful. What's your name? And her just going, ugh. You know, and she's and like, ugh. Thing, but you what? know what? They had, thing is and, and i learned this from my daughters and the women i've dated they hear i think you're beautiful so much or you should smile or oh my god you look so good i have started conversations with women and i say look i don't know if anybody's told you but that haircut frames your face you perfectly mm-hmm. and i said it yeah. really looks great on you mm-hmm. and yeah. should be like my i had a woman say my husband didn't even notice i had a haircut Aww. and yeah. i say no it looks great on you lady just wanted to say that yeah. so but having daughters around me yeah. kind of made me sensitive to those things that I notice about women. You know, I notice when, oh, that's a new outfit I've never seen. Yeah, I, that's what I go for. I compliment the outfit. Oh. You know, I always be like, hey, I like your shoes. Oh, And shoes. you can see it in their face. Like, they'll like look up and be like, 
What you just say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I love shoes. I think your shoes are cool. Okay, I have one question before we get to the 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 box, if that's okay. Oh god. Um what and this is for both of you. Women like to be complimented specifically. How do men like to be complimented? They just want it. They just most men So if I was like, You got a great haircut, Roderick. Oh my god, let me tell you something. <laughs> there are people right now, if you told a guy that Three years from now, he will still remember that one compliment because men don't get complimented like that. They don't. Never. Yeah. I when I got my beard shaved, there were people in my DMs that told me that beard makes your beard being that low makes you look ten years younger. I grinned for hours yeah. off of that compliment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's weird. Men don't get a lot of compliments. So not like you're handsome. You just want something specific, like yeah, any, even you, handsome. Yeah. Yeah. Handsome that too. Yeah. Okay. Dudes that be at restaurants and the waitress says. What can I get you, handsome? That dude's ready to marry that waitress. Aww. I think that's one reason, like subconsciously, that I gain weight and then I lose so much weight. Uh-huh. It's because when you gain weight and then you lose weight, the compliments start flooding oh, in. Oh, they're yeah. flooding Oh, my God, what are you doing? You look so good. It's like, yeah, wait till you see me in six months. I'm going to blow up again. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I'll be bloated. But for now, but for now, thank you. Thank you. you know? Yeah. No, guys just want to, most men in your life, if you start asking around, I can tell you, have not been complimented. Okay. At Noted. All. At all. Noted. Yep. The the thing about that though is I uh, women are afraid to compliment you because then we think it's an invitation for you to hit on us. Wait, it's not? Yeah, now see that's the problem. Yeah. So here's the thing. And I'm I'm just being real, man. This is why I'm out here. Like I should just start my own just book about dating gurus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just be a dating guru. Cause what I'm noticing is that women now have to deal with so much creepy crap. Just in their DMs. Unless they're hot. Can we just remember the first time that the three of us were in a room together at that weird bar in Taylor? Let's not remember that. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I know where that was at. I I know where that was at. And you know what's so cool about that? Because I do remember that, Mike. And I remember at one point, I went outside and I was on my phone. And I was just like, is Maggie okay? (laughs) And I was looking at my phone. I did. I just kind of sat there and looked at my Mm -hmm. phone. And I did some stuff. And then I said, oh, she's good. And then when I knew she was good, I... Went back yeah. to you. But yeah, yeah, there was people that walked you out because they know. were scared of what I was going to do. I know. I was like, <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just gave us like, hey, I like your fucking turkey legs. You know, I like your jeans on you. You know? Yeah. No. It was a little bit more aggressive than that. But was it? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, but that's what's so funny, man, is guys don't realize that you've had so many creepy experiences. Yeah. Like, I know you've already had the penises in your inbox. You, you get, I got my first dick pic and it broke me. When I got my first one, I was like, Bro, I'm not gay. Why did you send me? And it was not even a good penis. It was, it was yeah, a terrible penis. Broke me. That would make me feel better about mine. You know? Yeah, it did. Like, I, I looked yeah. at. It, I said, like, I'm working with more than this. God but now I know what a micro penis is. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely yeah. know what a micro penis yeah, is. Yeah. So it was one of those where I looked at it and I was like, and I didn't know how to be like. I sent him a meme. I did. It was Randy Jackson going. That's yeah. a no for me, dog. I sent him, <laughs> I sent him a meme back because I didn't want to be rude. So I was like, he's yeah. gonna be like. You know, that's the best rejection. Wait, let me, let me bring this back to real quick to that Taylor open mic, right? So I think it's funny because you're like, hey, I got to check on Maggie, make sure she's okay. She's probably a little fucking startled. By the way, listeners, I just went in on how hot Maggie is. We all know she's hot, whatever, right? And in my head, I'm a harmless person. Exactly. But then I forget, you guys don't know me like that, you know? I'd never seen I, you before. Exactly. So yeah. I wasn't even thinking. In my head, I'm just like, I'm just in the corner just it's getting high. It's maybe my third know? or fourth time seeing you, and I have good vibes about you. And I was just kind of, when I went outside and I'm looking at my phone and watching everything, you know, not looking at you, but watching everything, yeah. I'm just confirming. Oh, 
my my good vibes are confirmed. Because there are some dudes in comedy in Austin. Oh, I know them. <laughs> that <laughs> I don't want you to meet my mom. I don't want you to be never. around my daughters. I don't yeah. trust you. I don't. You would never know my home address. You know? yeah. There are some yeah. guys in this scene that I'm just like. You're not a good person. I, I didn't know. I was new to the scene at the time, and I knew you because you worked with our manager. Yes. And rave reviews. And every time I was around you, I was like, oh, I'm definitely safer in this space. You were one of the first four women that said that to me. Like, hey, if I see you at a mic, yeah. I immediately feel better about it. Yeah. Because. Well, I knew it was going to be fun, first of all. Yeah. And they, they was, I had a reputation. I didn't know I had a reputation. I found out I had a reputation. And that the reputation was when we would do shows, I never said anything. I would just kind of wait until all the females would leave. I'd stick around on purpose. And once I saw they all got in their cars safely, mm-hmm. I would leave. That's what I would want somebody mm-hmm. to do for my daughters. Mm-hmm. So I did it for all the female comics I worked with. And also, listener, just so you know, if you and your best gal pal are driving each other around, wait till they get to the fucking door. Don't leave. Wait. Right? Yes. Watch them go oh, inside. Like on a date. Okay. Yeah. No, but if it's yeah. like, and I do this for my girlfriends all the time. So like I'll drop somebody off and then I'll wait till they get inside and then text them I, when I, I get home. I do it on Uber. I've done it on Ubers where I'll be like, lady, do you need me to stick around till you get yeah. in the house? I'll yeah. ask females that are by themselves that and they'll be like yeah yes please and i'll say yeah no problem so yeah i've done it but here's the thing like i could i could talk for two hours about some of the weird shit women have to deal with and why we're not communicating we're talking men and women are talking to each other but they're not communicating at all what do you mean by that like we're talking about real shit no here's the thing women are having an experience that is not the greatest in modern society it's just not. It's the the level of creepy shit that it will happen to a woman you personally know, love, whether it's a sister, a cousin, um, co-workers, which yeah, I call yeah, all yeah. the female comics. It's they've had so a level of creepy experiences that could damn near cause PTSD just yeah. to be here. Yeah. Um, and then they have probably trusted a guy who came across as harmless, and he probably caused them the most harm. Mm-hmm. I know this. Those women will tell other women that conversation. They will discuss that with their male friend who they treat like he's their gay bestie. That's me. So they will tell me these things. I know these things. They're in my memory now. I have that knowledge. You may not be getting that conversation. When, and Maggie may not tell you about, hey, let me tell you about some of this creepy shit I dealt with. Just here's one month of creepy shit I had to deal with. So you guys are out there. We're getting there. No, yeah. she does tell me those yeah, things. We're starting to get like, there, but yeah. she's like telling me, "Don't do these things." Yeah, yeah that's yeah. listen yeah. to that information when well, they do. tell you. I yeah, do. just log it, save it, file it. Uh, but guys are not going around with this information because to be me, like I'm six one, three hundred pounds. There's a I've had creepy experiences, but that level of creepy experiences I had is totally different than the level of creepy experiences yeah. they had. I have never walked to my car in the dark concerned that somebody was going to try to jump me or rape me. It's never happened. Mm-hmm. Man, now I feel like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, no, here's the thing. I'm, I'm pretty big. There have been times where I've been like, this is a bad neighborhood, and somebody may shoot me and rob me. I've had that. But nine times out of ten when I'm walking through the domain parking lot, I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. If I'm walking yeah, in a Walmart yeah. parking lot or a Target at nine o'clock at night, I'm not worried about that. Maggie would have to worry about that. Yeah, because and I know that because I've had friends that have been accosted at nine o'clock 
when people were there in a parking lot in the public and that's not something that you and i would worry about like we pretty much walk around a lot of places like no yeah sometimes kind of with sometimes a lot of, i think in my head like i dare a motherfucker to come up to me yeah right sometimes now, you're on one you're like yeah, man like i swear to god yeah, yeah. i'm gonna rob you before yeah, you rob me yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly things. please come please yeah, come i am short yeah. and i want a steam car you're yeah, getting exactly. jacked <laughs> exactly so uh yeah i've had those but it was like i started hearing all these horror stories from women and then i start going oh wow and then the other thing that happened is like I know women that are like, oh, she's a great woman. She would make a perfect wife, girlfriend. She's not meeting the guys that would be her perfect partner. She's meeting the players, the douchebags, the manipulators. She's meeting those guys. She might know me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's meeting all these bad guys. But this guy over here who is would be like, oh, my God, if he met her, they would be a perfect couple. I can see it. He's meeting all these women that are about to abuse his emotions and they're going to manipulate him. They're going to put him through. And I'll be like, why don't good women meet good men? And I, yeah. why? I don't know. Why, Sir Roderick? Why? <laughs> I wanted to cut. It happened so much that I'm like, how did these two not meet? And I, and, and I had one friend and she was like, I, she knows I'm going to say this. I'm not going to use her name, but as soon as she hears that, she's going to know I'm talking about her. She was Super intelligent, bookworm, amazing. Like, you know, the movies where the girl takes the glasses off and you go, oh my God, that's a hot chick. She was the hot chick with the glasses and, and she didn't think she was a hot chick with glasses. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was one of my best friends and we went to college together and she could never meet Mr. Wright. Mm -hmm. And she had this fairy tale up in her head about how it was going to be. And, you know, she grew up in the Christian community and that kind of fed into some of that BS yeah. too. Yeah. And so then what happened was... um she she finally got out there, started putting herself out there. First guy she meets, freaking player. And I'm like, I could have told you he was a player. She said, but he didn't look like a player. I said, no, he lied like he wasn't a player, but yeah. he's a player. Yeah. Yeah. And then she started listening to me about the guys. But when I wanted her to meet the guy, I thought, that guy right there is your perfect. Like, you two, everything about you, perfect. You love the same things. He is the other piece to you. Oh. You know what she said? Yeah, right. Mm -mm. I don't find him attractive. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yeah, but okay. that is part of the game. You have yeah. to find your other person attractive. You do. You but to. yeah, he was like, and they literally, she went out, hung out with him. Like, you know, we would do stuff and they'd all kind of be in the same groups with me and stuff. So I used to organize like anime night at my house and all my friends were coming over. We watch anime. She met him at one of those. And she said, Jesus Christ, he is the guy. Yeah. She said, you were, you nailed it. That is exactly what I'm looking for. I just don't find him attractive, but he's like the best guy but, to hang with. Ugh, that drives me crazy because it's like that can that can change over time. Oh yeah, no, especially for women when we fall in love with what we hear, not what we see. It's so much more important for you guys to be attracted to the woman than it is for us to be attracted. I'm gonna to tell you, you right now, yeah. I've dated women that I know. I believe in God because I dated some women I should not have been able to pull. Yeah. I've been like, oh, there's no way I should have pulled that woman. Yeah, I but dated listen to the way league. that you talk, though. I'm entranced. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah I can see but why. See, that's I wish to be thing. honest, you just turned me a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. I found a man like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah. But I, I like to listen to people. And you can you can definitely date, but it's I'm having mm -hmm. the hardest time here with it because mm -hmm. I have this brain is in that dating pool that's out here in mm -hmm. Austin. And yeah. I'm just like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm, this is interesting. Are you finding it fun? Uh, 
I'm not having a bad time, but I did yeah. have the first lady that just really made me feel like meat. Mm. Like, okay. Was so that kind of fun though? It was weird. It kind of like, I've been married for 16 years. So the only lady that told me I was sexy to her was, I was married to, we, 16 years, we had kids. Yeah. So yeah, I think you're saying you find me sexy. You haven't left. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you've liked the rent being paid in the kids, yeah. but no, it was kind of weird hearing this other lady look at me and like call me. She said, "You're just a strong chocolate soldier." And this, well, this white lady told me that I was like, "A strong what, ma'am? And what did you call me?" She said, "You are just the biggest milk chocolate candy bar." And she was, she would say things to me. I'd be like, "Look, you can keep talking, lady. Like, <laughs> please, please keep. You're talking. not saying yeah. anything wrong to yeah. me." But she told me literally some stuff like i was meat like she, yeah, yeah like and i know some people are like oh she fetishized you as a black man no she just fetishized me bro because yeah, the conversations yeah. were she said some stuff to me made me blush yeah like really Look, someone fetishized me i like that bro, shit i'm telling you, know? you man here's the thing and i'm i'm not a guy i probably shouldn't say because i love staying at home and playing video games in my house and not going out but mm-hmm. it was one of these situations i had one like i'm starting my life starting to turn into rom-com situations sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I was officiating a wedding, right? And I knew the groom's mom. I'd known her for years. I always flirted with his mom. She was a good looking lady. I love flirting with her, making her blush, right? Uh, the bride, I met the bride and the groom a couple months before the wedding because I'm going to write special vows for her. I'm a, and there's, a, there's one part where they don't know it. We're going to do a video game based prayer because he was a hardcore video gamer. So there's a prayer I'm writing for them and it's all his favorite games. Cool. She knows it's going to happen. He doesn't. So we're all hanging out at the dinner and it's her first time meeting me. And we're just goofing off and telling jokes and telling stories. And she goes, I want you to date my mom. And I go, what? And she says, I want you to date my mom. My That's mom. the lady you were just flirting with? No, this is Different the, okay. this is yeah, the yeah. bride. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. soon-to-be bride. This but you is, were flirting with the dude's mom. I was yeah, flirting yeah. with the groom's mom. Whoa. I've been flirting with the groom's mom. The bride meets me for the first time. She says, I want you to date my mom. My mom yeah. would love you, and you you would be amazing for her. And I said, you think so? You just met me. She went, nope, you'd be amazing for her. Oh. So uh, we talked for a while. I did talk to the the bride's mom. And then we met at the wedding, you know, and she was an amazing woman, fascinating. And I did, you know, me, I'm, I'm going to ask the questions. I'm, I've kind of been asking her questions through messaging her. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met at the wedding and then it, all of a sudden it hit me. Hey, wait, both of these women are in my inbox. They're both in my DMs. <gasps> Hold on. I'm not. What's going on here? Because I didn't try to orchestrate that. on. Like it wasn't. You know, oh, I'm yeah, purposely going to build this to work. Yeah. Like it wasn't premeditated. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. it was just one of these things where everybody was like, I want you with my mom. <laughs> That's what happened. Everybody, That's you're going to date my mom. You're single, you're dating my mom. God and, it was, bless you. and so then I went to the wedding and I officiated the wedding and I met both women and I, you know, me, date, dance with everybody, had fun. Um, but w- one of the ladies at the wedding, it was the bride's mom. Her mom, the grandmother, mm-hmm. the bride's grandmother came up to me and she was even, she pitched a commercial for her daughter and granddaughter. Yeah, she did. She was like, I don't even know she realized that she had the strongest sales pitch. Like, grandma was amazing. Like, uh-huh. I was like, okay, grandma's amazing. Her dad, though, grandpa, he thought I was married. 
He thought I was married. And so he was like, why is she throwing herself at that married man? And he was really upset. Like, and he did, he was grimacing at me. Yeah, that could, is something out of a movie. He sense it. He's like, I know that man's been married. Yeah. I know his drapes match his bed Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know yeah. that man. That man probably got fancy soap in his. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Potpourri in that bathroom. He's like, Gary's the, a player. <laughs> delightful. I like the idea, too, that the, uh, that the lady that's trying to hook you up with her mom, right? She's like, you're like, why do you want me to hook up with your mom so much? She's like, I don't. I just want you to be my dad. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, man. Yeah. I've had people do that. I had that happen at the Creek in the Cave. I did a joke about, you know, I was joking with one girl about hooking up with her mom. And I was like, I, I said, I don't want you, but I do want to know what your mom looks like. So after the show, both girls came up to me with their phones and showed me their mom's Whoa. social media account. And they were like, I want you to date my mom. And I was like, you're being serious. And they were, yeah. I said, you do know these, I'm a comedian. They said, no. My mom needs a guy like you that's going to make her Robert, laugh like you, that. You don't yeah. need the apps. You don't need it. You're doing just fine. Yeah, you're fine. killing it, should. I think you could write a book to younger dudes. You I know think what so, I'm saying? Bro, and be like, try this. Don't do this. I want to actually. This is what women we hate. talked about doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was one of the things that we talked about doing one time. was like yeah. talking to guys. Like, you would tell me what you're yeah. going through, and I'd just go with you and say, hey, change this. You, could call you it, are going to be it, back on our podcast. That's for damn you sure. You call oh, yeah. it Andrew Tate doesn't know everything. You know? <laughs> he really does. <laughs> I listen to that guy and I'm going, please don't do anything that oh, man, man says. You're going to end up in prison. Uh, Roderick, yeah. uh, I don't, do you have any other questions? I don't mean to cut this short, but. No, you want to do the cards? Do you want to do it? Yeah. Um, while you're pulling a card, I do want to, I thought this There's was a fun. box next to you, by the way. Um, it says ladies' night on it. You're going to pick a card out of that box. Yeah, I bought those. And we're going to ask one of the, a question on that. Oh, you yeah. are going to pick a question. You, if you don't like the card, there's six on there. You can pick a different card. Uh, the Man, you brought up the creek earlier, and this was the funniest fucking thing. You remember you were doing that competition, and there was those three judges there? Yes. And you're, you're telling the jokes about your kids. Oh, my God. You remember I that? Know. Uh, What's the word that you use? Uh, I porch use porch chihuahua. chihuahua. Porch chihuahua. And she said chihuahua monkeys. <gasps> she said, what was the thing, the joke for your kids, the judge? And she said, was it chihuahua monkeys? Oh, my God. And, and she said it. And I remember when she said it. Your goddamn reaction. You were like, I was kind of like, what? what? <laughs> I made a face. Colton made a face. Bro, we all in the back made Aaron, a face. Aaron you know? Cheatham was in the face. Like, I could see Aaron Cheatham at the back of the room, yeah, and he was like, what? We oh all made god. the same face. And, oh, my God. And so remember when I came out for the second round, and I made a joke about, I said, yeah, these jokes are going to be on my next album, Chihuahua Monkeys. I said, there's no way. Oh I'm not god. letting this slide. And she, I'm dead. she was so embarrassed, and she started oh, laughing. But I was like, shit was I so funny, it was." Though. I was like, it was accidental racism, but yeah, it was so it was amazing. Accidental what? racism. I loved it. Just pick one, yeah, yeah. Maggie was so goddamn funny. It was so goddamn I'm embarrassed. funny, dude. Yeah, it was so funny. Not even there. Um I don't know. I'm gonna say number five, what caused the last time you literally jumped for joy? Oh Aww. shit. That one, um, well, it was Monday. I did mushrooms. <laughs> I swear to God, I had the best experience on mushrooms. Oh, I was, love mushrooms. I love that. I did. I it was one of those like um, I went outside and I walked in the grass and I watched my fence breathe and then I went upstairs because we have a two story house and there's the game rooms upstairs on the landing and I was looking at the carpet and that I could see footprints in the carpet and when I was looking at the footprints, I was like. Oh my God, there's patterns in our carpet I've never noticed before. And it's the foot of everybody that's walked on this carpet. But 
I can see the feet that all walked on those feet. So there are all these feet are coming together. And they're the stories of the people that lived in this house before me and after me and the people that live here now. Yeah. And yeah. everybody's going about their day, but we're not taking time to look at this little detail that we're all walking this path together. And I was like having this deep moment looking yeah. at it, right? And I was just like, I was just giggling and laughing and, and I was journaling the whole time. There's some great smart, jokes in there. Smart. But at one point I was watching uh, Half-Baked. I put Half-Baked, the Dave Chappelle movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a part where MC Smoke A Lot, you know, is doing his thing about he got high and started telling his story. He said, my lawyer's sleeping with my mama. And I started <laughs> laughing so hard. I literally jumped out of my computer chair and I was just giggling. Yeah. Standing up giggling at that. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm having the best time on these mushrooms. This good rebooted my whole brain. Yeah, I always go for the the plants or the ones that get me that, oh man, look at these beautiful creations that no one oh. even just pays attention to. Or like this tree is just working for us right now. Oh yeah. And no, no one ever appreciates that. I told a bunch of people that I loved them now and, and I thanked them for their uh, the their investment they poured into my God. life. Yeah. yeah, I did. I told a lot of people that. So my brother, my mom, my, my daughters, uh, my friends, I called them, tell them. It was an amazing experience. Yeah. I love mushrooms. Talking but. about jumping for joy, the last time I jumped for joy actually was Mag when Maggie was like, I want to record your voice demo. I literally oh, like, I do remember. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like jumped in the air like a little girl with my feet in the air and everything. Just like, <laughs> yes, yay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think yeah. when I called you and told you I booked my first voice acting gig, mm -hmm. yeah, I jumped for Joy when they, mm -hmm. they called me for that. Mm -hmm. That was one of those moments where I was like, oh my God, I'm a voice actor. I can do this, yeah. I'm really going to get to do this. So yeah. yeah. Wait, what was your moment of last time jumping for Joy? Oh my God. I think... Um, I was at the Plano Comedy Festival and I got an email. Someone scouted me and saw me at the festival mm -hmm. and, and booked me based off of the set that I did up there. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was I just was like really a, hoping you were going to say when Brian slid into my DMs, but whatever. Fine. Well, that was, that, was, <laughs> that was a long time I'm before that. Actually, no, that's not true because Monday night you were like, do you want to go to this thing? Do you want to go out in public? And I was like, oh, yeah, I do. I want to go out. I just, we, we went to we lunch. Went, it was an afternoon date, you know? No, no, we just, we went, he fed me, he fed me shots and like his coworkers, we just watched a game. I yeah, think. I fed her yeah. shots and go, do you like me now? <laughs> First of all, that's not a bad play, but <laughs> back, back in my day, you know, <laughs> I've tried that one before. Okay. Not a bad move. That's an old school move. Roderick, uh, how do we, if someone wants to find out where you are doing stand up comedy, how do we slide into your DMs? How do uh, best up? way to do it is Instagram. Seriously, my Instagram at Coach Silky, uh, C O A C H S I L K Y, and that's where I, I'm announcing the tour. And yeah. Oh, you know what? I haven't announced it yet, but I'm gonna announce it here. So it's not even announced on my pages. I'm starting a Patreon. Nice. Because Cody Mears made me do it. Cody convinced me to do it. Yeah. And it's like it's gonna be five bucks a month, but there were. I'll follow you. I'm on Patreon too. You are. Yeah, I just. Oh, dope. I, yeah, I just started it. Oh God! So it's a bunch of videos that we've never released anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah including. Yeah. Two of the most infamous sets, cool. like sets that are Good. infamous, infamous. Nice. Like, oh nice. my god, comics know yeah. about those shows. Yeah, All right. and one was the one at Monks, and the other one was the yeah. one at yeah. Creek. With yeah, yeah we're talking. Dude, that about. was Amazing. so goddamn. Funny, <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy, bro. Me and my I... friends still kind of we talk about that sometimes. Chihu bro, we'll bring that up. Chihuahua monkeys, is Chihuahua amazing. monkey, dude. I'm like, man. Like that hurts more than wetback, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow, you, know? you have been 
a delight. Thank you for Thank your you. insight Thank and your you. perspective. You. Yeah, it's been super great. Email the show, slidepodcast at gmail.com, or you can slide into our DMs at slide in pod on any of the platforms. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.